<laughs> Welcome to Facing Fear with Sarah. My name is Sarah McInerney Hawk. I am your host. I went from 30 flirty and thriving to 30 flirty and surviving. I was diagnosed with breast cancer at age 30, and prior to that, I had faced a lot of fears in life, which led me to creating this podcast in 2019. Fast forward, here we are many years later, and I've interviewed over 100 different guests with many stories of how they face fear while remaining unapologetically authentic. That is what we are here to do, encourage you to live your life unapologetically and authentically. The Facing Fear world recently got a little bit bigger because a new part of it is in the world, and that's my book, my very first book. It's called Does Carcinoma Mean Cancer? It covers the four days between being tested for cancer and finding out that I had it, and the funny things that happened in between. Well, you know, funny, happy, sad, etc. It can be found anywhere on Amazon, and it's a graphic memoir, which means it is 70% art, 30% text, and it's 74 pages long. So it's something you could read in one sitting, revisit multiple times because the art has a lot of dual meanings and I'm so proud of it. Go check it out on Amazon or facingfearwithsarah.com backslash book. All right, let's get into this week's episode. are listening to Facing Fear with your host, Sarah McInerney. On this podcast, I talk to individuals who have stared down their fears and are living unapologetically authentic lives and defining success on their own terms. You can expect vulnerable stories and realistic tools how you can do the same. Interact with the show at Facing Fear with Sarah on social media and facingfearwithsarah.com. Hey there, it's been a while since you've heard from just me, and I think it's important as the host that I come on here every once in a while to stay close to you, my wonderful, beautiful audience. I so very much appreciate every listener, and I want to continue sharing, being transparent, and of course, facing fear with you all. Before we get into this episode where I'm going to talk about one of my deepest fears, I want to share some exciting updates of all things Facing Fear with Sarah. So I've been fortunate to do a lot of work on this brand over the past few months, including getting it going on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, wherever is your fancy, please go like or share the page. I have been able to create an LLC for Facing Fear with Sarah, so it's an official business. It has its own bank account. I bought a personal laptop for the first time in like 10 years. So I'm really trying to give myself some ground level things that I can continue to build on. And the next big exciting thing coming down the road is on July 14th, the whole world of Facing Fear with Sarah is going to have new branding. So that means new colors, logos, a new website. I'm so excited. So excited. I worked with a local designer. Her name's Mariah. Um, Her business is called Made Solo and she has made it absolutely badass. Like I showed it to my husband and his parents recently and I just feel like the expressions on their face were like, oh, well, you were doing fine by yourself, but this is awesome. So I can't wait to share that with you all. So that's coming July 14th and I'll be teasing it and maybe even doing a few freebies somewhere in there to get you excited about this as well. 
I'm also working on dropping a newsletter. So once the website is live, you'll be able to subscribe to that. So keep an eye out for that. And of course, all of this can be found in the link in my bio. So like I mentioned, it's been a while since it's been just me. So I would like to reintroduce myself. In the last episode with Josh Posley, which was season three, episode seven, he and I talked about expressing ourselves through a purpose statement. So here's mine. My mission is to encourage you to face fear in pursuit of an unapologetically authentic life. Through years of public speaking, sharing my own life experience, and interviewing many, many others, I've found one commonality that ties us all together, facing fear. Whether it's personal or professional, my mission is to encourage you to face that fear in pursuit of something absolutely beautiful on the other side. Okay, so who am I as a person? I'm Sarah. I'm now Sarah McInerney Hawk. McInerney is my new middle name. Hawk is my last name. But for now, I think I'm going to rock all three, but we'll see. So in short, I'm Sarah Hawk. I am an ever-evolving badass female. Fitness, adrenaline adventures, and travel keep my blood moving, while writing, reading, and yoga bring me immense peace. I take pride in the titles I hold, including wife. We got married in quarantine, which I talked about a few episodes in season three, so go check that one out. I'm also a sister, daughter, friend, and Indianapolis resident. Today, I'm ready to share a fear that I've had for a long time, and I've been unable to really put words to it. I am facing my fear of time, time itself. So here's how it kind of boils down in my head. There's three sections. It freaks me out how quickly time passes. The second one is that it kind of hurts my heart to look back at memories knowing you'll never, ever go back. You'll never get those moments again, and you'll never be a kid again. And number three, I have a fear that I'll die before getting to accomplish everything I want in life. So let me step back here for a second, because that's kind of heavy, and preface this with, I am sitting here talking to you from a healthy body, and mostly, (laughs) we're all a work in progress, but healthy mind. I had an amazing childhood, school, and college experience, and I've had incredibly positive memories in my life filled with even, even more amazing humans who have crossed my path along the way. I am incredibly lucky, and I do not take that for granted. However, time still scares me a lot. So I want to break down my three kind of buckets with you. Share this amazing relevation. I don't even know if that's the right word. Let me, let me look this up really fast. Um, it's kind of the right word. Google says relevation means a surprising and previously unknown fact, especially one that is made known in a dramatic way. I don't know if this is a fact, but I'm going to say this is a surprisingly and meaningful tool that crossed my path recently. So I'm going to share that with you and then how I think, because I truly don't know, but how I think we can face this fear of time if you're still hanging here with me. Okay, so the first one. It freaks me out how quickly time passes. My whole life has been sports, gathering, school, family, fun time, and it's been pretty packed. I'm used to this pace. But the older I get, the more quickly days pass, the months turn, and the years whiz by. It is so scary to me that I'm not living every moment presently because I know, by life experience, I will not get that back. How am I this old already? 
How is it 2020? How have I already been out of college for six years and high school for 10? How did it go by so fast? And I even think like a day like today, I've seen my husband for five minutes and the day is over. How? How? How does time go by this fast? I have a fear of how quickly time passes. Here's the second part of this. It hurts my heart to look back at memories knowing you'll never, ever go back. You'll never get those moments again, and you'll never be a kid again. Really think about that. Can you believe that you did that already? You were once a foot tall, and now you own a damn house. We used to worry about how much time we had before dark so we didn't have to end our pickup soccer games, and now my ass is in bed around 9 p.m. <laughs> Recently, I visited my mom in New Hampshire, and New Hampshire is so incredibly special to my siblings and I because we spent every single summer there for three weeks at a time since I was born. It is our second home and a place filled with play. That's all we did there. Barefoot soccer, kayaking, hiking, and growing up so closely with friends we only saw for three weeks out of the year. Just being in that space recently, now being 28 years old, and seeing the fields we used to run through while I'm in jeans holding a glass of wine freaked me out a little bit. It was like I could see the ghosts of our lives as kids. So close, but so very, very far away. My mom also shared a box of memories that she had from when Cindy, Sam, and I were growing up. It was filled with pictures, medals, prom photos, various items, and a few of my journals, which I'm incredibly thankful to have back in my life. But to see those photos and know that those moments when you're growing up that seem to drag on forever or you thought those friendships were going to be endless or, you know, the exciting things you looked forward to took forever to get there. To know that all of that is gone, it actually kind of hurt my stomach. More than made me happy to reminisce because I have a fear of time and it's inesca- and it's and it's inescapable passing. Inescapable, inescapable passing, I think. <laughs> you get the point. My third bucket. I have a fear I'll die before I can accomplish everything I want to. This fear comes to surface for me frequently. I am a goal digger. I am constantly looking for the next challenge to sign up for, whether that's physical, professional, or has to do with my side hustle. It's a great characteristic, but what's not great is when I have built up so many of my accomplishments and share them so often that I don't actually have to sit with myself, like truly by myself alone with nothing besides my inner thoughts. I realized this in a therapy session where I described not being able to wrap my head around people who get up, go to work, come home, eat, sleep, and repeat. People who are just okay with that. How, how is that enough for them? But then my therapist asked me why I think I judge those people so hard. And Unfortunately, it was easy for me to answer. It was because my life is packed with so many deadlines and things to do and things to sign up for and to pay for and to be a part of and to go and to see. And she asked me if I understood the beauty of truly slowing down. And I don't. I didn't. I don't think I did until quarantine. 
And that's a scary realization that it took a worldwide epidemic for me to understand what slowing down means and that it's okay to just be, just be. She then asked me and said, Sarah, do you realize that Jacob and your friends and family love you now and will love you without all of your projects, accomplishments, certificates, and successes? And that brought me to tears because I honestly had never thought about it like that. And I didn't understand that I deserve love even without all of those things. I have a fear of dying before I can accomplish everything I want. (sighs) Okay. So now that I've felt the fear and did it anyway, which was sharing all of that with you, let's talk about the wonderful piece of art in the form of a song that God placed in front of me recently that absolutely spoke to me on this fear that I have. So throughout quarantine, I've had this volunteer position where every week I've been delivering meals for Outreach Inc., a youth homeless shelter to youth across the city who are living in temporary situations. 99% of the time, I listen to podcasts while I do this. Last week, I decided to just go with music. I often fill my head with so much background noise that I thought music would be a good idea to just let my mind wander and have some, you know, just chill entertainment without actually having to actively listen. Then this song by Judah and the Lion came on, and this song is called Beautiful Anyway. I would love right now to hit pause and play the song for you or a piece of it, but I honestly don't know how to do that without getting in trouble of stealing their music or their licensing or getting in trouble. I mean, reality is this podcast is small enough. Nobody's going to care unless one of you tells on me, but um, I don't know how to do that and I don't want to break the rules and I respect their art. So you're going to have to go listen to the song yourself, but don't worry. It's linked in the bio. The artist is Judah and the Lion, and the song is called Beautiful Anyway. Hearing this song stunned me because it summed up all those fears I just shared with you around time. And then it gave me new verbiage to sing to pick myself up with when I am down. So I'm going to break down the lyrics for you since I can't play them. It starts with this. You told me the other day you hate yourself and anxiety depressed, a mess to death. I recently had an anxiety attack and it was not a mild one. It was honestly one of the first ones where I had to focus on my breathing. And that's exactly how I was feeling. I was not liking myself. I was not feeling okay. And I just like could not pick up my head. So the song continues. There you go. Feeling so broken and alone. You walk with your head held so low. You want to give in most days, and that's okay. I hope you see someday that you are beautiful anyway. Wow. When I had this anxiety attack the other day, Jacob and I went on a walk to try to like bring me back down. You walk with your head held so low. Those lyrics. That's exactly how I felt. My head was just so heavy. I barely looked further than five feet in front of me as we made our way around the pond we have here. And that night, I literally wrote in my journal, you couldn't pay me to smile right now. Then the song goes, you look in the mirror, please try to see it clear, how crazy and amazing you are, and let that inside. Jacob is often the voice telling me I am enough. Jacob is my husband, if I didn't say that earlier. 
And after our walk, he turned on a self-compassion meditation for me and forced me to sit through it. The words that struck me in this line were, let it inside. Only I can do that. Only I have the power to let positive thoughts inside. And often I don't do that. Although you'll see on my social media, many of my accomplishments and things that I'm doing, I rarely actually sit down and congratulate myself or think about the pride. I'm always thinking about what's next. And that is sad. I don't actually appreciate anything that I've done because I'm too busy looking for the next thing. So as you can see, that ties back into my fear of time. I don't ever actually slow down unless I am absolutely forced to. And the problem with that is I'm making the time pass so damn fast because I'm not appreciating the things that I could be. So then the main chorus goes like this, and this is when I cried in my car while driving around downtown Indy making these deliveries. The main chorus says, raise your hands, take a second and breathe in, singing, I'm here for a reason. Raise your hands, take a second and breathe in, singing, hallelujah, I'm known and loved. Holy shit. (laughs) It was like Judah and the lion knew my exact problem. Like they were there for my anxiety attack. Like they knew what I needed to hear. That's how I knew that God placed this art before me. Like I said, I would plop the song in here if I could, but I can't. So you're going to have to hit the link in my bio and go listen to it for yourself. After reflecting, journaling, and finding this incredible song, here's how I think we can face the fear of time. Hopefully some of you feel this fear too, and it's not just me. Feel the fear and do it anyway. This fear of time I have, I definitely feel it in many ways, mentally and sometimes physically, and here I am talking about it anyway. If you don't have a podcast like I do, you can journal. You can actively think about it. Lean in. Feel the fear and do it anyway. My next step, I think, how we can conquer this is to remember that when one door closes, you knock at the next, aka it's all about perception. The door to the past of my 28 years is closed, long gone, forever. But I know I have so much more life to go, so many more doors. So what is it that your mind is stuck on that you could instead be thankful for instead of thinking that door is permanently closed? What door do you need to close to look forward to so many others waiting for you? When one door closes, you knock at the next. My third tip, do more of what makes you awesome. Being in that anxious state does not make me awesome, but I let it ride out for the night and promise myself the next morning I would do something right away that makes me awesome, which for me was running. Are you too busy thinking about what makes you not worthy? why you're not enough, why you won't succeed, start thinking of one action item you can do either after this episode or tomorrow morning that makes you awesome and make it a priority. Do more of what makes you awesome. So now that we've waded our way through this fear, identified it, and I've shared how I think we can move past it together, let's end on a hopeful note. Because that's what's next in the song. It goes, And away you fly, free with your head held so high. Because you never let up the fight, and you never gave in on those days in the pain. 
those lines make me want to be like, hell yes, I am going to fly. I'm going to succeed by my own standards. I can do this. Then the song ends with, that's what makes this life so wonderfully awesome and horribly awful, yet somehow it's beautiful anyway. And how true is that, especially lately? I think we could all describe quarantine and COVID as something so horribly awful, yet there's been wonderfully awesome moments, and yet somehow all of this is beautiful anyway. It's the fears, the ups, the downs, the tragedy, messiness, and more that make life so horribly awful, yet somehow it's beautiful anyway. Thank you for listening to this podcast about an uncomfortable topic, facing fear. Thank you for listening to every episode because they're all about facing fear and how others and you continue to share their stories so we can conquer whatever it is you're facing together. And thank you for listening to my fears. My hope is to encourage you to feel the fear and do it anyway. You made it to the end of the episode. So I'm going to give you a little surprise. I was recently published in the Wildfire Magazine. It is the first and only publication for and by those who are too young to be affected by breast cancer. And you can go get this issue at a discount. So visit wildfirecommunity.org and use code wildfire15 or even better, use the link in my social media, in the show notes today. And if you use that particular link and the code, you can not only save yourself money, but you can also earn me a little bit of money as I get a kickback from every purchase used under Sarah's link. So go check it out in the show notes. The issue is themed the new normal and This is relatable for anybody who's been through some kind of storm in life and is trying to figure out who they are and who and what and how and why life goes on afterwards. So check it out. Go visit wildfirecommunity.org. Use code wildfire15 to save on your version of a print or digital copy of the latest issue called The New Normal. Thank you so, so much for your support.